Well, welcome back to Empower with Emma. Today I have my sister on, Ashley, and basically we're going to dive into all things, you know, spirituality, influencing, anxiety, her own self, body confidence. There's so many topics we talk about. And of course, we answer your questions at the end. Stay tuned. So today on the pod, I have my sister, my roomie, my bestie, Ashley. Hello. I've been waiting patiently for my turn. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm like saving the best for last. Aww. Yeah, of course. I was like, I wanted to get Ashley in because I think, you know, it's nice to kind of see a different side of, you know, our chats and on socials as well and talk about topics which, you know which are just natural to us as well. Thank you for having me on. Of course. So the first thing that I want to delve into is obviously like body confidence, self-acceptance, because like obviously from me, from the outside and I know I'm always around you and stuff like that as well. Like I would be one, I've suffered with that all my life and you still have the little demons inside you and I'd be like, gym, 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 eating well, blah, blah, blah. Claudine would go to the gym and, and, you know, similar to me, but then Ashley's just always being real like, And I'm just like, how? How? And it's a nice way to be. So like, how have you been always like that, accepting of yourself or, you know, talk to me more about your little, your journey? Yeah, I still think it's mad. Like when people say like, oh, like you, you're great for like showing your curves and this and that. Because it just, it does come natural. It's just the body I have and it's just, that's the way it is. But um, I mean, I don't know. I think I was saying to you only a little while ago. Mm. I was away years ago. I've always struggled with it, to be fair. But um, it kind of clicked when I was away, maybe like six or seven years ago. I was on a family holiday. You weren't there, actually. Dad and Claude, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you were in Portugal, weren't you? And um, I think I was like, I was smaller than I am now. So, I don't know, it must have been like an eight or a ten. Yeah. And um, still wasn't happy, still didn't have that flat stomach. I don't know why, I've just always been obsessed with having that like flat, you know, yeah. iron stomach like. Um. And yeah, I was lying on the beach and I was just kind of propped myself up and I was watching just other women go by, like walking along the shore or whatever. And I remember seeing one girl in particular and she was probably the same size as me, maybe maybe mm. even like a little bit more curvy. And I remember going, oh, like, she's gorgeous. Like, look at the body on her. And then I was kind of like, well, like if I was walking, if, if the shoe was on the other foot, would someone else kind of think that about me? Like, because we are kind of the same size. And then... It just, I don't know, that was kind of like a little pivotal moment for me mm. to be like, you know, get out of your head because that's not how other people see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's really good. Like, I think I think everyone struggles with self-acceptance in that way. Even me, like people are like, oh my God, you know, like love your body. Yeah, I do. I'm, yeah. I appreciate the body I have because it's the body, but I'm always working on it. Like, yeah. I mean, look, there's good days and there's bad days. Yeah. I think that goes for literally everyone like. I'm sure the Kardashians have like 100%. days where they're like, oh, don't like this. It's just, I think it's like a natural thing. I don't know. I, I've I've yet to ever have met someone who's like 110% yeah. okay with the body they have and self-confidence and everything all of the time. Like, you mm. know, 100% of the time. I think it's just kind of a journey of like self-acceptance because we yeah. all change as well. Like, and we get older and then your body's change and then your yeah. mindset might change about your body as well. Yeah. And what advice would you give to people then to like accept them, their curves a bit more? Like, um, I think 
like say for instance if you're one for scrolling on Instagram mm. and you're comparing yourself to other people's bodies and you know compare comparison is just an awful awful thing isn't it yeah um I'm guilty of it as well but you know unfollow people that might make you feel a bit insecure or like just try you know put the phone down like yeah period you know um you could always practice self love like affirmations like I am beautiful I am mm. worthy all these kind of things I try to do that like if I'm like having a bad day I'll go to sleep at night and just say all those kind of nice things to myself in my head mm. um yeah just things like that just being aware of like what's making you um triggered you know yeah and would you have any triggers that would trigger you about your body definitely social media yeah 100 yeah, yeah. because like you know I follow absolutely stunning girls with the best bodies mm. people you know and people you know celebs and everything like that and it can if you're having like a shitty day or whatever you can be like oh look I wish I was this I wish I was that I just think it's it's normal for yeah. us to feel that way yeah yeah and would you be mindful of that then and say oh do you know what like I know not to log on now if I'm feeling that way today yeah I try to be um definitely and then sometimes I'm like oh god no don't eat that like so it's it's yeah. a balance of oh, feeling about is you know totally like I totally agree <laughs> so here I'm even like that say this week I know I'd say ever since COVID, I go to the gym, as you know, Ashley knows this. I'm yeah. saying this to all my followers out here as well and people who are listening, etc. to anyone who needs to hear this. But I go to the gym, you see me out there, you see me eating or whatever like that. And I can't shift, I'd say, about three kilos that I put on, say, during COVID or whatever, even though I'm doing all mm. these things. I don't know whether it's my age, hormones, whatever it is. And it's like, you could look at me and be like, oh my God, but this is going on my head, I'd say, a few months now. And I'm like, it's literally yeah, like you just say to me my brain. Oh, this like roll here or whatever I'm like I think you look amazing like you really do I can't, I can't see that yeah but I can't see where you're I coming know. from where I look at Ash and I'm like oh my god she's amazing <laughs> but the weird thing is is that I've gotten so much better so I remember years ago remember I said this two years ago mm. actually so I think, you know, what? when I was growing up, say, in my 20s, it was always like the size kind of 8 to 10 girl mm. that was that was the fashion yeah. you know, that way like the curvy girls didn't get much attention and that's, that's that, changing now. That has totally changed. Yeah. But this was it's like ten yeah, over ten years ago when in my early twenties. Yeah. And I remember it being in a place of like Ashley and Claudine will be going out and like wearing the crop tops and yeah. all. And I actually felt really shit. I was like, look at them, like they're so gorgeous, they can wear what they want. I couldn't wear what I wanted. Mm. And then I started to be like, Why can't I wear what Who's I want? Who's telling me? You Who's can't? telling me exactly? Yeah. Who's telling me I can't wear the crop top, but just kind of suit my body a bit more? Not the bra yeah. top, but the crop, like the yeah, bralette yeah, top yeah. and yeah. you know, making it my own way and then instead of feeling jealous or envious of you and Claudia and being mm. a different body shape as we actually grew older I grew into my own self yeah, of totally. what suited my body now sure, I, even I like, wouldn't feel that way at all towards is where I did what you wear I can't wear a lot of the time so obviously yeah. I'm fuller bust um, and so if you're wearing like a really low deep feet or a backless dress I can't wear that because yeah, of my chest I and like, the, we, we each have our own yeah. bodies we're very different in yeah. that kind of way and it's just about finding what works for you and embracing you know your strengths you know. yeah that's it because I think as well we'd always get asked questions on social media being like oh I wish I had the confidence to wear this or why not like do you know yeah, I know stopping I, you? yeah we're here we all have different body shape sizes if you want to wear something that's going to make you happy just make sure like you feel good in it you know affect the size of it you know yeah you can I be triggered by sizes that. can't you I'm not like really to be honest thankfully um but yeah, it's the whole thing with like online shopping and stuff oh. now is really present Zara. at the moment. <laughs> God damn you. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm having to, I've, I'm a size 10 to 12 typically, but mm. it's just certain materials. I'm good with like buying clothes because I worked in retail for mm. so long. 
I'll know, right, if there's a elastin or whatever, I know, like, I can go my size down. So I'm good with that kind of side of things. Mm. But also, it is a bit of a bummer. Like, if you you know you're a 12, that's your bigger size and you're having to buy, you're kind of even fit into the 14. Yeah. And, you know, like, all your other 12s fit you. Well, then how's that your fault, you know? So it's yeah. definitely something... Mm-hmm that's on the brand and whenever I post about that on social media people always agree and they're like oh my god thank yeah. you for sharing that because I would never have bought the bigger size yeah. thinking it's you know it's me or you know I can't get the bigger size I've put on weight da, da, da. Mm. and it's actually it's not it's just it's just a, just a label like and it could be sized wrong yeah like and that is such a powerful thing to say and you know you are great at giving the realistic hauls and stuff like that, that as well <laughs> oh no it is because like it's definitely something I got inspiration from because it's like even I went in the other day to shop and I like seeing a size and, and then I put another size to it I was like that's the same as the large yeah. so it's not you it's the brand and then touching on socials as well obviously you know we're all on Instagram and we're on it for like a good few years now like what's like what have you experienced throughout all these years? Like, what are the good and what are the bad that no one knows about? I suppose, like, the good is getting to do something I love. Like, I've always loved fashion mm. and beauty and, like, getting to kind of share my ways of, like, what well, how I do things. You know, I just like that, getting to share my kind of mm. hobbies, I suppose. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, and actually make a living off it as well, which yeah. is, like, amazing because I never started it intending to for it to be a career because back then it wasn't even a, so, a career really yeah. tell um, people how you got into it now <laughs> yeah for anyone starting it yeah because it's for anyone out there like because I think when you're starting off it was like even me starting a pod I was like oh my god everyone's starting a podcast like what's the point of me starting it up and then I actually was like do you know what people follow yeah. people for different reasons exactly it's why not set up a new Instagram page yeah. why not set up a pod why not set up it because people are going to follow you for a reason I always say you have to start somewhere yeah. You know, and if, if you're only starting now, that's fine because like in a year's time, you'll say, God, I should have started. And that goes for everything in life that can be put yeah. to absolutely anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you, you can blow up overnight. It's just putting being like being you and your own niche. So how did you get started on socials? Um, So it was so long ago now. I'm like, right how on. did I? Think of the past. Um, God, it must be like at least eight years. And it was yeah. kind of when the whole blogging thing was only really mm. starting to come around. It wasn't even really like a thing Instagram was like you were putting up a picture yeah. of your curry oh my curry <laughs> my cat my painted toenails oh <laughs> like the stuff if anyone's oh. to scroll back and see what the first few photos I've deleted was. most of them out, I'd love to see what I put up like and like, then the banners and like yeah. the, the filters and all yeah. but anyway um, it was just like it was kind of like the new thing from Bebo and stuff mm. wasn't it it was just like yeah. sharing yeah, photos yeah, yeah. I've always loved photos you know this like my phone has so many pictures it's in it and they're not just on me they're like you know of outdoors or like candid photos of family and I print them off all the time you have a real creative eye though yeah I love I like love that. photographs and capturing a moment yeah. um, so that's where that kind of got started but I was working in um, like fashion at the time and I was a stylist and um I just kind of would have like a new outfit on every day and I'd uh, photograph these outfits and put them up and then from there um, people just kind of liked seeing yeah. you know the different styles or whatever and then I think it was um, Expose or no the, the Independent actually did an article mm. and at the time as well bushy brows weren't a thing yeah. and I had just thankfully grown mine back they were like sperms for years <laughs> <laughs> um, because of you actually what After my confirmation, what you butchered me with tweezers, <laughs> and then I could never get them right again. So thanks for that. Um, it's all coming out now. Yeah, I remember where I was sitting on, on 
in the kitchen. Anyway, that's another story. But, um, <laughs> I shaved mine when I first started instead of tweezers. I didn't want to tweeze oh, them. I was about 13 or 4. I was like, oh, it's too painful. But they did grow back and like I was filling them in as well. So there were like yeah. slugs, sperm to slug. And, um, <laughs> you know, this was kind of a new trend and they did an article saying top 10 Irish mm. girls to follow and I was in there and they were like, um, follow Ashley for her style tips and like the fab brows or whatever it was. And then from there, I kind of got a few followers and then Expose contacted me to come on and, oh, and do yeah. a judging thing. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. from there, something else happened. So it was a real snowball effect thing. And um, at the time as well, it was more so English brands that were mm. uh, copping onto this whole blogging thing. Yeah. And a lot of English brands would send me just gifts like clothes or whatever and I'd be putting up everything even if someone sent me a candle like there'd be a picture of a candle on my feed you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually started getting a lot of English followers because of that mm. um, and then yeah I just kind of grew and it just it happened like organically like naturally and yeah that's kind of where I'm at today I suppose yeah and then you like obviously you work for yourself now yeah I know that was scary like you know I've always worked since the, I couldn't wait to get a job like since I'm 16 yeah. since I was legally allowed like I remember you know putting to pen, pen to paper thinking like how like what can I do like because I'm mm. not 16 I, I was wanted to be a milkman like you know helping a milkman <laughs> I wanted to Did do you? yeah I was thinking of how what kind of a job can I get that I can get a little bit of cash in hand just you oh, know, back in the day, yeah, yeah, before yeah, I was yeah. legally allowed to work, yeah, like because yeah. you couldn't really get a job, like, yeah. well, that comes from um, a place of like real graft like, hunger and, yeah, and graft, yeah. Like. And um, but anyway, yeah, so I got into retail for like a long time, and then I went, I was working in the Kerry Hanafy Clinic, and I absolutely loved that. It was like a little family mm. there for years, and um, it was just kind of like the next chapter, like the next stage in my life. I kind of felt like ready to feel the fear and just yeah. go out on my own because I had been full-time for, I don't know, most of my life. And then I went back down to kind of part-time and then natural progression, it was to just go out on my yeah. own. So scary, but like, you know, I'm glad I did it. Mm. Just sometimes you still feel guilty. You're like this as well. Oh, totally. You're not doing enough. Like if you're yeah. like yesterday, I didn't really do much. And it's like, oh God, I could, like you could be doing this and this. Because you see, again, comparison. Yeah. Oh, someone else is doing this. Or maybe I should do that. Yeah. And, and like I would, I, like even now, I still struggle with that because like you're so used to a schedule and a time frame and being conditioned over the years that you have to work nine to five in a certain office in a certain environment that then when you're taken mm. out or if you work from home or any of that as well, you feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And you're probably doing even more, but yeah. it's because you're not in a certain environment yeah, or standards. Yeah. I constantly was like that. And even when I was working from home, you'd be like, Emma, are you for, like, take a minute, like, take yeah. a break. Or days I'd have an off day or, like, you're allowed thing, off days. Like, I've always known is, like, well, I remember leaving school, everyone kind of knew what they wanted to do. Well, most people in my class. Mm. And I hadn't got a clue. And I still think it's crazy that when you're 16, 17, yeah. you're supposed to know what you want to do, like, for the rest of your life mm. kind of thing. And um, I always knew I just did not want a generic job, just sitting mm. at a desk. Or I just wanted to be creative in some way and be able to kind of work my own hours. And I suppose that that is what I'm doing, like just in a different way that yeah. wasn't even around back then, you know? Yeah, and I think even for me, I was like, I, I'm the same as you. Like I knew I always wanted to work and I got into fashion at the start. I was a buyer for like 10 years and I went into business. And only, But I always I always wanted to be my own boss. Yeah. I don't want to report to anyone. I want to own my own business. I didn't know how I was going to do that. And like even now, 
accepting all that. Like I'm after taking voluntary redundancy yeah. with my job. And that was hard for me a few weeks ago. And yeah. you know that Ash living with me and it was real like the norm. It was real it's like, a bit scary, like it's scary. Know? It feels like not that you're a waster, but like you're so conditioned to work yeah. with a company for, for so long. And obviously having that um, that wage as well coming yeah. in. That, That's that, a scary You're relying parent, on yeah. it as well. Because rent is like rent yeah. build everything and don't get me wrong I do have other outlets of business and I'm so fortunate to have that same as yourself and there might not be other people who have that and I'm so grateful for that but I'm still still scared shitless yeah. on where it's gonna go but I do want to take that chance yeah, on me course. and like just take each what day made you what made you take that chance on yourself Um, I kind of just it was just like a gut feeling to be honest I was yeah. like like I'm not enjoying my job as much as I used to. Like I just because I know I could be at home using these hours to work on myself and my business and what I want to actually do as a career. Mm. Like it was great stepping stone for me. Don't get me wrong. And like that, I kind of paid my bills and stuff. And then I yeah. was doing my other thing on the side. So it was just kind of, as I said, like a natural progression. Like I knew that wasn't my career. Like I wasn't going to always be there. So why not just take the leap of faith now? I think... COVID kind of taught people to actually look inwards and be like right like what what am I going to do for myself and how can I take these steps and you know so yeah yeah. no it is and you find you're really stepping into what you really want to do in life like you just touched on as well that you're you really find that you're finding your own flow and your own yeah I think your own work like what you want to do giving back to yourself yeah like I'm in the infant stages of setting up my own business and like it won't be for a little while but um, that was kind of a big reason why I, I decided to yeah. step away and go at my own because I've always dreamed of having my own business and I couldn't do that while working, doing mm. the blog and I'm working and everything. So yeah. it was just, um, yeah, taking that leap of faith to go out yeah. and do that, like, and yeah, focus on me and where I can take the business aside from Instagram. I do think it's good to have like something else yeah, outside of that I as agree. Well. Yeah, exactly. Because like you've built such an amazing platform now. Like I'd look at Ash now literally and I always <laughs> say this to her like she's such like everything is attention to detail. You know, she works like a Trojan. I don't need to like <laughs> I put some effort in but like everything is so slick. Like so like everything when her business does launch it'd be amazing. I know I have the faith because yeah, I've seen you grow so much. I've like, definitely like been a bit of a perfectionist which to be honest has like it's quote on bad side of course it does yeah like it's great because you know like it's helped get me to where I am today because I mm. I do put the effort in and like I'll only put out content that I feel is worthy you know yeah. um but also it's it can be a bit of a melt because <laughs> you're like oh, it's not good enough for yeah now that the lighting is bad or this and that and you're not even gonna post it I kind of got a little bit better with that because um you know, I remember actually I was on a brand trip with Kaylee and um, Kaylee Cashel and I remember she was taking my pics for me and I was like, oh God, like they're just not nice. And she said, there's no such thing as a perfect picture. She's like, you know, everyone edits and it's, it doesn't mean you're like slim and half your body off or anything, no, but no. just editing like the lighting to look a bit better because that for me is like the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was like a big lesson going, right, you don't need to take like you know 500 pictures to yeah. try to get that one shot like find one where you like the composition or whatever and then you can Work always it. just judge it up a little bit yeah yeah and have you ever got anybody like saying things to you about your pictures or anything like that like not how, really how do you deal with any negativity so I think we're all quite lucky mm. because we are like nice girls and we're honest and real that like we don't really get any hate like I always yeah, we we're, we're kind of blessed in that way Um, like 90 
99% of everything yeah. of comments and everything is always like love and praise and like you know just nice comments like uplifting it and then you have that one dickhead <laughs> yeah we're allowed curse yeah. on here by the way <laughs> yeah no we're allowed curse uh. um that can say something yeah. and I learned you know yeah. back, back then it would have kind of affected me it really would have like mm. I would have got that oh, like Same. anxiety and oh, like yeah. you know tightness yeah. in my chest and then I learned like no that's a reflection of you yeah not me like yeah. you there must be something I actually feel sorry for people that yeah. like you know spread hate and to strangers that they've never met yeah like all oh, this there must be like lacking in yeah. something and that's how they you know yeah and I, I don't understand the, the time first of all where people would actually get off on setting up like an email a fake page to go on just by, just to, my mind just to follow a person <laughs> to see what they're doing yeah. or go on and hey I'm like god you I've have a lot of time ever on your hands been able to wrap my mind Not, neither neither have I it's still like I'm like complex, why would you do that yeah. Like, yeah, I'd look at other people and you'd be like, oh, Jesus, like, you know, look at her or whatever. You do compare. It's a natural thing. Yeah. But I'd be like, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. She no. worked her ass off to get there, her ins and yeah. outs. And you can't let your mind go around in a spiral. Do you yeah, know that no, way? I just think it's just, oh, it's just like so uncalled for, isn't it? Like people yeah. commenting on your weight or your body or your looks or anything like that. I remember like a couple of times years mm. ago, people were like, oh, you look like a man. You look trans and like firstly, trans women are beautiful as well. So oh, stunning. Um, but it was like coming from my ide- identity, like not mm. even my body. It was like who I am and mm. wh- what I look like. That mm. was kind of like more difficult than someone mm. going, oh, you're you've cellulite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you just learn to kind of block, delete, move on and just not give it any energy because the more energy you give a comment or, you know, it's just you're feeding into it and then yeah, it, yeah gets What worse. you focus on grows. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I think over the last while, I'm very lucky as well. I don't get much negative or anything like that. But sometimes it can get in on you. So how I trained my brain was nearly like what you said, the 99-1 the rule mm. is like, you could have 99 amazing people mm-hmm. who are hyping you up and then you have that one person. Are you going to let that one person come in and overrule the 99? No. No, flick it. Just flick it to the side. And I get like if you're having a bad day, it's happened to me where like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like genuinely having like a bad day or a bad week. I'm anxious and a comment can send you over oh, the edge. Yeah. And then you have to work like hard yeah. to like retract, you know, yeah. get back to like a better place. So people just don't know how damaging words can be sometimes. Yeah. And I think some people, they don't, think before they speak as well mm. like in, in anything in general it could be yeah. a conversation come here I'm no culp- culprit as well I could say something like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't mean no, that no but like, I think but even a like, comment you online ha- that's, no. that's not like you just uh, thinking off the top of your head like you actually have to like take time to comment oh yeah, yeah. no I it's agree with that it's vindictive and it's it's thought out as oh well, yeah like, like certain websites you know yeah never went on no, no but we all hear shit as well mm. because people I don't know I can't wrap my head around it anyways yeah, no. but we're not See, getting into negative shit here no 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 um you touched on your anxiety there for a sec, so... Yeah, I have it right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I keep turning from the mic trying to breathe. Like, I know. You know. Just deep breath. Yeah. Everyone's I just woke nervous. up a bit anxious today. I don't know why. I had a really shit sleep, to be honest. And, you know, when you just kind of wake up on the bad, the wrong side of the bed or whatever. I knew by your energy this morning. I, I know. Like, she looks a bit tired. <laughs> and I knew, I just knew by looking at you. I was yeah. like, oh. But that's okay. I love mm. your vulnerability today. I think so. And like... Um, yeah, I mean, I've had anxiety for like my whole adult life so I'm 32 this year am I? Yes <laughs> You're 31 now 31 now Don't be wishing your life away Chris always gives out to me saying you're fucking 31 I know Because mom always did that Yeah Like no. I would be literally only gone 35 Emma's 36 Shinner mid 30s I'm like give me a break You're only trying to say I'm 40 uh, No but I think from when I was 
like 17, 18, mm. 19, that kind of time. Um, I was always a real worry, worrisome kid, actually, like, I yeah. feel. But, um, yeah, I remember having, like, no, I did injure my back and it was really sore, but also at the same time I was having, like, kind of chest pains. Like, yeah. when I breathed, it, it would hurt, kind of. Yeah. And um, they didn't know, they were like, is it, um, they did tests in hospital and stuff and just in case it was clots in my lung because they were like if back pain I remember that yeah is associated with yeah. it and like they couldn't find really find anything and I do, I do remember them saying you know just um, go swimming and do yoga and stuff like that mm. for the back for it to strengthen the muscles How old were you then? Like maybe 18 or something yeah. like that but no one like like in hindsight basically I'm pretty sure what she meant with the yoga thing was to like chill and relax but flow, no one could find actually a flow tell state. me yeah. yeah and then it, it was um a few years later so I used to always I actually used to think I was allergic to vodka and drinking in general because if, um, if I drank yeah. um, obviously you'd be hung over but the next day I couldn't breathe but I've since learned that was a trigger for anxiety so yeah, yeah so I'd have like you know a tightness in my chest and yeah. I couldn't get a deep breath in but I've learned only recently that I'm that there. was actually anxiety and it was just a trigger yeah. Um, and then like I had a like as I say in hindsight it was all, only looking back at all these things that you realise that they all kind of click mm. so I remember having I was just sitting down to eat my dinner one day actually I was living with dad and nothing out, nothing out of the ordinary had happened that day Yeah. and I just started getting like red all over my face hives and my my throat mm. closed completely and so when I breathed in or out it was like like this little tiny little whistle like my, wow. my windpipe was shut yeah. and I started panicking going I can't breathe like, I'm nearly feeling it you know and you're like I can't I'm, Claudine was there and yeah. I remember looking in the mirror going what what the heck it was like this mad reaction and maybe it was like am I allergic to what I was eating but the scary thing was the, well, that I could not breathe and like the, the whistle yeah. noise that the windpipe was making so it was a real physical thing and I was like mm. it, I can't remember if I took an antihistamine or if it went away and down I'm not too sure mm. I was only I was in work the next day and uh, Auntie Deirdre worked with us remember mm. and she was like no no you have to go to the doctor because you could have you could be allergic to you know nothing you'd need to have like yeah. an EpiPen or whatever and um, so I went and they did like every test under the sun for bloods just in case it was allergies and okay, it came back grand and I remember leaving the doctor gave me um a card for like a therapist mm. and um, I didn't she didn't explain to me look you could this could be anxiety she just gave me this and was like call them <laughs> I was like oh, okay this just pisses still, me off like still you know not realising I swear to god I didn't even realise till like years and I did go to, to therapy yeah. but I did not realise until years later that it was probably a really bad panic attack that I had not an allergy or anything and like no one was able to kind of I feel only now Tell me. people understand now like yeah. what the the way our thoughts and our brains and stuff so like that. So now work. like you know I am a lot more aware of when I'm anxious and how I can kind of mm. you know get out of that state like you know yeah. breathing exercises like um you know but like I've been to therapy recently and she used to say right what's your list of resources and yeah. you, when you're feeling that way so yeah. for me it will be going out on a walk, getting out into nature and yeah. just breathing like fresh air and yeah. just chilling out. Um, pick up a book or like re- listen to a podcast, something that's mm. like positive. Yeah, um, for me, you know, I'm to getting back into my art. Yeah. So like even from when I was a kid, like I loved art. Just taking commissions now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I wish. Um, 
But my mom and my nan and all always used to say, like, when I had a paintbrush in my hand or, or a pencil or whatever, that literally nothing else in was going on in my brain. Nothing no. was like, you know, I was just zoned in on mindfulness. That one. Yeah, yeah, you were in the present moment. Mindfulness, yeah. yeah. And um, so I find that's just so therapeutic for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like going to therapy is a resource as well, which yeah. I think everyone should do. It's just so healthy. Yeah. And we only talked about that with Adam as well. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Like, the amount of say, like obviously I'm only in the early stages of my pod and stuff like that but the amount of guests like say Mark you Adam like mm-hmm. that like have experienced panic attacks like I've actually experienced one and just to even touch on that as well I never experienced panic attacks ever yeah. okay and I remember I think everyone's even I think the reason why before I get into the story as well people know it's anxiety now is because I feel we're getting more self-aware we of are, our feelings and our like, bodies and especially with COVID we're so more intact with our feelings our emotions our behaviours mm. etc we all know oh I feel this way and we actually can express that and we can communicate that and we know kind of what to do where before we didn't know how no. to express what the hell was going on like you said in your body going to the doctor and just getting fobbed off yeah, but, like, which yeah but now obviously <laughs> it's more common so I remember my first time I, I had my first and probably my only time I had a panic attack, which I can remember of a really heightened one. So I was living in Australia. I came home and I was home for, remember, about three weeks. And then I went back over and I think we were driving to the cinema. I think like the first week or two I was home. And out of nowhere, like I felt this tightening in my chest, my mouth, everything like that. My eyes actually started to go. I couldn't breathe. I felt like someone was choking me. It's nuts, And it it was like that. Like I actually couldn't breathe. And like this whole rush through my body. I didn't know what it was. I actually didn't know what it was. And it's, you can't control it. I couldn't control it. I was like, I thought I was going to faint. I didn't know what the problem was. And I was like, stop the car, stop the car, stop the car. I had to get out. And I didn't know whether I was going to be sick Mm. or I could breathe. And I remember telling mom then, I was like, mom, I had the weirdest thing ever happened to me. And I felt so emotional because I never knew what yeah. it was. And she goes, Emma, that's a panic attack. Yeah. And I remember I was feeling really low and depressed because I was after, I didn't know why I felt You depressed. have like an impending feeling of doom after. Oh my, like you're just like, I actually went hell? into a few days where I couldn't go outside yeah. the house for a few yeah, days. And I was you. saying to mom, and she was like, Emmett, just let you know, when I got into my 30s, I, I had a bit of a phase like that mm, as well. Mm. But uh, give yourself, you know, a week or and two. And you were away from home And I was well. away from home. I was I was only after coming back from my first year. So I was only back in Australia. So you had a little taste of us. I had a taste of all you. And then I didn't know what it was. And then when mom explained it to me, I was like, okay, she was like, you're going to feel down. But I didn't understand why I was feeling like this. Yeah. But now when I, since I'm so more aware, aware of myself, yeah. that helps. I'm like, it was the family. It was me going back to reality. I was exhausted going back to... But when it happens to you, you don't know what it is. It, yeah, you're like, it was. What the hell's going oh, on? Oh my god! Yeah. Um, like I think they don't teach us this stuff in school. No, like I know. if they taught us this in school, the world. Like I think growing up as a teenager. I think we'd be able to regulate now, ourselves a great, lot more, yeah. wouldn't we? Like, what does SPHG do? Come uh, or, or, or CSP, whatever. All I say this all the time. I'm like, we need to be educated to on more, yeah. CBT, mindfulness, all this sort of thing. That's why I think I'm studying it, and that's why I went into the likes of life coach and I went into mindfulness because I want to educate myself on the things that I didn't get taught, so I can yeah. actually not only teach but myself then, but share yeah. it with other people. Yeah. That's exactly. What I I'm always, doing. I actually was only thinking that earlier, like. Um, so I, I would do like some breathing exercises. You see them on like even TikTok or whatever or like mm. in, in therapy and stuff. But I, I know how powerful 
the breath can be and breathing in in general all these techniques and I would love to do like a little workshop I know you'd like to do it with me as well just to learn for myself and then then I could share it with other people as well that might be going through similar kind of anxieties yeah and I think it's not like remember like a few years it was a real hippie thing oh look at you your incense and your crystals (laughs) and all now it's like now you're just really into looking after your mental spiritual emotional physical self all as one because we are all one being as well yeah and what we put out we receive yeah um then also talking about spiritual side um so you're obviously into spirituality as well like myself mm-hmm. um you would touch on it a bit in your socials but not as much wouldn't I you don't know? really I kind of to be honest I'm quite private on my socials when I, when I look yeah, at it you are. in retrospect I'm like actually I only show like my outfits and like my makeup but I don't really like come on and talk if I'm having a bad day or and that's fine because I've no like no that's okay I don't have to no you're um, allowed and I do I share a bit like tidbits here and there but I kind of just if I'm having a bad day or whatever mm. like I don't run to social media to share that like I'll run to you or that's just how I cope with it um, yeah. but I would share like the odd kind of books I read or like some podcasts yeah. or whatever just that kind of side of things I don't think people really follow me for that I think they follow you more so for that kind yeah. of stuff Yeah I think we have our all our own niche um, of what we put out there as well and like I'm saying is that if I have a bad day sometimes I might be like oh I had a shit day but I'm not going to like elaborate on it you're allowed to keep certain no things private in your life you've yeah. no obligation and you're allowed to hold back like you know I yeah. think that's very important to have boundaries Yeah, totally. and you, we definitely all have that and it's nice mm. do you know that way and what would you do for like your little spiritual self-grounded what what do you like to do like to kind of practice your own um, spiritual self I've been trying to meditate a good bit more you're you're getting really and I'm doing like these meditations his name is Glenn Harold um and he's like a hypnosis Mm. therapist and like they're amazing like um he does a really good chakra one Mm. so I'll do them um a couple of evenings a week and it just sends you off to the best sleep and kind of grounds you again then reading like you know positive self-help books all that kind of thing and I we were only talking about this the other day yeah. I don't necessarily ever really finish them but you know if you start a book and you read five chapters and you get out of it what you needed at that moment then that's okay like you can yeah. pick it up again I do feel half those books can be you know com- de- yeah. like compressed into smaller anyway um, but walking like you know I just love getting yeah. out being in nature and just trying to be a bit more like present so I usually I won't even really put my earphones in when I'm walking, same yeah. I like listen to the breeze, listen to the trees blown, listen to the different types mm-hmm, of birds mm-hmm. and the ocean or whatever, and just literally be kind of in the present moment and look up. Like uh, you're people. Are yeah, just kinda, you know, I started doing that yeah. by doing my course. I'm like, everyone is so like life is not linear, and mm-hmm. I think it's like life is like it's like waves. It's like yeah. a roller coaster. So why not look up, down, to the side, like look around you. All yeah, the time. I really try to do that a little bit more. Um, mm. but then yeah I was only saying to you like I'm trying to do, get into doing the arts a little bit more because yeah. I do find that's really therapeutic for me um, but going yeah. back to basics like going back to like hobbies and stuff that you did as a child you kind of think what yeah. makes you happy what I what when, when are you at your most natural comfortable at ease state what what are you doing when that is the case and then yeah. do that more and that's something to ask you guys is like nearly ask yourself that question to be like when am I at my happiest moment so I remember even looking Mm. back I think it's very nostalgic when you go back to your childhood hobbies so you were really good at art Mm. you were always in flow at that as well like reading um, English writing Writing essays and stuff like that 
So I journal as well. You I journal, yeah. yeah. So like for me, I would have been art. I loved horse riding mm-hmm. and what else did I do? Done a bit of tennis and languages. I always love languages. So I'm like, ooh, I want to get back into something or a musical mm. instrument. Uh, arts, self-expression, dance. Pick up a hobby that's pick, not yeah. like picking up your phone. You know, Because when you way. think about it, when we didn't have phones, like we actually spent so much more time. I'm so glad things. we, like our childhood like was uh, around when there was no iPhones and stuff because we just missed that I feel we like, did you know which like is great going to the park picking uh, chestnuts and paying conkers or like <laughs> making making perfume out of like water oh and God, roses I and remember that. mad stuff like I'm actually going to put that up saying who remembers when you used to make perfume um, with a load of roses we'd be and trying to sell it and all. sell it and then I'd, be, I'd give like a cadet bottle do you remember to mom being like you're not wearing your perfume there was bees and <laughs> dirt and everything and she was like ah oh, yeah I'll have it upstairs <laughs> <laughs> just imagination oh, and, I know and cr- I creativity. loved that I loved that you don't like, see it enough anymore no it's so sad 100% and then what advice say or what or what I should say is what are you learning as you get older about yourself I think I'm learning to kind of chill a little bit more and mm. go with the flow like I think I've learned like you don't have to have every single stage and every single day mm. figured out like I don't know what, where I'm going to be in yeah. five years I don't know like where I'm going to be at um, and that's okay. Yeah. And literally take each day as it comes. Just chill. Yeah. Know? No, I'm learning that too because... Just just know like that yeah. the universe like has your back and like you're going to be where you're supposed yeah. to be and just trust that process, you know? Yeah. She's so mm. chilled, isn't she? Like literally she's sitting here like <laughs> swiveling in her but, chair uh, being like... Ah. <laughs> uh, before we finish up now on the pod, we're going to ask a few little questions that okay. I put up on my internet now. <laughs> They're fun questions. Okay. So the first one is... I'm nervous now. <laughs> no, no. A funny story. I have one down here. Funny story at... We know which one it's going to be. My fish thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't actually have a fish. Well, we did, but Aww. no. Um, so I love my food. And the one kind of thing I don't really eat is fish. And that's solely down to Emma. I blame <laughs> Emma. Because my bad. I'm like, say sorry all the time. So it's actually like one of my earliest childhood memories. It's so funny. Yeah. Like I was small. Yeah. I could you barely about- stand. No, you younger. Were about three. I was, yeah. You were about three. And um, I remember the old kitchen corner press and yeah, was I remember a, this. like gloopy, rotten cod like glass bottle of cod liver oil with no even label on it. And Emma was like, Ash, if you drink that, you'll have magic powers. And I was, you know, innocent <laughs> three year old. I was like, deadly, like, you know. So I gulped it down and projectile vomited it right back up. And ever since then I can't eat fish because it's like a trauma. Sounds funny, but yeah. like I get that. I like, just, I remember going, Do you know what? You drank, <laughs> you drank cod's liver. Yeah. And she said, like, I was like, Oh my god, yeah. So thanks oh. for that, yeah. But like, you are getting better. Well, you, I am, you eat prawns. Oh, yeah, prawns, calamari, well, and I'll try any fish. Things. It's just real fishy fish, like a just like the cod's yeah. Yeah. So then if you don't know, or yeah, me and Ash live together as well. Yeah, work together, hang out together. Literally. And do you know what? It's actually pretty, like, it's easy because, like, we're not always yeah. in each other's. We actually enjoy our own space sure, as yeah, well. Sure, yeah, because we'd be off with our boyfriends or, like, yeah, you know, doing exactly. our own thing. And I love retreating to my room and just yeah. being on my own. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, so pet peeves, living together. Um, Don't really have many, but, like, yeah, there's always, like, jam or something on the press doors. <laughs> you leave like and I'm like fuck's sake going around with a cloth um, that's kind of like just silly yeah. things she br- you brought know? that up last year. you're like just spill it just everywhere there's <laughs> drops everywhere <laughs> I was like well that's not too bad for a yeah. pet peeve to be honest yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I'm doing well here yeah 
I don't have any, well pet peeves from I don't really have any pet peeves because I always say stuff to you I know so I'm not, it's I never hold things build. I yeah know. I think that's same I was going to say any fights or arguments but one thing is people always ask us do we have fights and arguments we actually we, don't because if something was annoying me yeah. I'd be like Ash. like we might have little um, where you're in a mood with each other kind of thing but it's not like a full blown argument no. we've never went a day without speaking no. to each other because we've been in ar- an argument yeah. ever or Ash would be one to be like say if I was doing something she'd be like Emma stop no, yeah. no come on and I'd, I'd kind of check I'd myself I'd check it go no and then I'd go sorry about that now I didn't yeah. mean that now or whatever and then I just snap it over or if sometimes you're anywhere, I'm like right I'm not talking to her for about five yeah, minutes yeah for like five for about minutes. five minutes I'm like I'm giving her a silent treatment now and then we just do something nice for each other like I left a pink shirt on your bed the other yeah. day and you were like oh thank I left you. her a little you diffuser then as well oh yeah, yeah. little <laughs> things got a cup of tea I was like there's yeah. a lip ball for yourself yeah. little things like that I think yeah. are important and then one thing you love about me and I love about you go Oh, just how can I say just one thing? Um, I love that. Like I can literally come to you and tell you Mm. any single thing under the world. You'd never, ever, ever judge. You're like really good at giving advice. You give good hugs. You're generous, kind. You put everyone before Mm. yourself. And no. that's a lot more than one thing. Oh, so. <laughs> but yeah, you're just great. Oh. Love and you. then I love you too. And then, well, there's loads for me. I think you've definitely taught me how to chill a lot more. Yeah. You give good advice. Um, totally, you wouldn't judge me at all. You kind of have, have a ma- mutual thing. Yeah, and I we? think as well, you've kind of made me reflect more on myself, being like, stop being so hard on yourself. Yeah. So you've, you've taught me a lot of that as well. Instead of go, go, go. It's like, right, relax. Um, yeah. And as well, a lot more, I'm trying to... Um, trying to listen a lot more and Ash just be like Emma listen to me listen to me and that's something I know I'm like we help each other grow yeah 100% and I do think you can actually learn a lot off the people you surround yourself with totally that's so important to you yeah yeah I totally agree yeah well I think that's it thanks so much for coming on thanks for having me and I hope you guys loved having so do I should I say I'm dying to listen back already I (laughs) I know thank you thank you so much love you loads love you too well, that's it for today's pod. Um, I hope you love the chats with my sister, Ashley. You can go over and follow her on Instagram, which is at AshleyKyo09 and myself. And I'd love if you hit the like, subscribe or follow button on my pod. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.